0: Even though Bibles and hymn books were burned long ago, nothing can stop the message of the gospel carried by the airwaves.
1: The voice of Dr. Bob Bowman, the founder of the Far East Broadcasting Company, this is Until All Have Heard. I'm Wayne Shepard. I'm with Ed Cannon, the current president of the Far East Broadcasting Company, Ed, uh, you're filling some pretty big shoes.
2: You know, it was a real pleasure, Wayne, for me to have the privilege of meeting Dr. Bob Bowman when I took this job. He would have been in his early 90s when I first came to FEBC, living alone in a senior living facility. And I used to go frequently and have dinner with him there. Hmm. And I was always amazed at his passion to know about what was going on. Tell me, Ed. Ed what are the men in China doing? What about the broadcasts in Russia?
1: Yeah, he never lost interest, did he?
2: Never, never. And he was always so curious to know the result. I would tell him these stories about new media reaching out and branching out. And at the time, the new media was mostly AM and FM radio stations replacing shortwave. If only today he could hear about the millions who are responding to social media or mm-hmm. cell phone apps, he'd be amazed. Yeah, You know, we have a recording of Dr. Bowman and I speaking together. And I can remember just being the brand new president. He and I are sitting together in front of a large gathering of our staff and friends of FEBC. And I asked him, I said, Dr. Bowman, you know, what advice would you give me today stepping in as the new president of the Far East Broadcasting Company? And he said, well you know, Ed, we have always uh, patterned ourselves after the motto, take Christ to the world by radio. So if I were speaking to you as the new president today of FEBC, I would say, take Christ to the world by radio and new media. Mm-hmm. So what he meant by that was essentially, it doesn't matter the platform. What matters is the message. Yeah, Taking right. Christ to the world And he meant that Christ's message. And that's what we're still doing. We're changing platforms all the time now and constantly adapting to whatever people are listening to. But what will never change is the one message that FEBC delivers in over 140 languages. And that is that the only hope for eternity— rests in the gospel message of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
1: We're going to hear from Dr. Bob again in just a moment. But, you know, last time we were together, you left us with these words. You said, content is king as long as the king is in the content. And that really speaks volumes to you, doesn't it, about we need to stay true to the gospel message with our programming.
2: It does, and I speak about that often. I can remember being together with a group of our younger broadcasters, and we were working on some strategic planning And I made that comment, and one uh, bold but yet humble young broadcaster said to me, Mr. Cannon, I would like to correct you on what you say. Hmm. He said, you said uh, content is king when the king is in the content, and I would like to adapt that to be content is king when the king is is. the content. And I thought, wow, what a bold and what a defining statement. We don't want him to just be in the content. We want the content to be him and his word and his message and nothing else. Yeah. And we do believe that as we focus intently on that, people are responding and we will fulfill the mission that Dr. Bob Bowman penned some 75 years ago. And that is we are here to use media to inspire people to become followers of Jesus Christ. Hmm.
1: Well, we're so grateful again for Dr. Bob Bowman. He was, he was committed fully to the Word of God. As you are, Ed, I thank uh, I thank God for you. What's on your heart from the Scriptures here today before we hear from Dr. Bowman again?
2: Well, since we're talking about him so much, and there's so many verses that come to mind, I'll read the verse that I read at the chapel uh, when we were celebrating Dr. Bob Bowman's life.
1: Yeah. The Lord called um, him home when he's over 100, right?
2: Well, he wasn't quite a hundred. He was, that, okay. was just shy of his hundredth birthday. Okay. And uh, the last time I spoke with him, he was laying in a hospital bed in the nursing home, and the doctors were saying, "Well, he doesn't have much longer to live." But there was an urgency on his mind, and he kept saying to me, "Now, what about China? <laughs> what about Indonesia?" And so, even his dying breaths. He was not concerned about the things of this world. He was concerned about how FEBC was ministering to people. But what I read at his memorial service in front of old staff, retired board members, and many longtime friends of the ministry comes from Romans chapter 10, starting with verse 14. How then can they call on one that they have not believed in? How can they believe in one of whom they have not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Mm. And I think about Dr. Bowman and how so many people, uh, when he reunites with them in heaven and they find out who he worked for, they'll say, oh, how beautiful are your feet to have brought the good news to those of us around the world who have never had the opportunity to hear, who never heard of a church in our neighborhood, never had a pastor, never opened a Bible, but yet we heard the broadcast on the radio.
1: Yeah. And I know that keeps you anchored because uh, your job is a ministry. There's no question about that. And yet... It is a very large organization. It uh, is spread out around the world. There are many challenges involved here, many procedural things that you have to go through, all the issues that anyone can imagine with people. But at the same time, you're always anchored to the fact that it's Christ who called us to this ministry, and it's his message that uh, really needs to, to shine through here.
2: And you know what really keeps me anchored, Wayne, is when we have the privilege to meet with people and and, and look into their eyes and have them say, Without your broadcasts I would not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. You see, we have no pastors and we have no Bibles, and we depend on your broadcasts for the Word of God. Hmm. Our favorite Wayne, and you and I have talked about this verse so many times. We hunger for God's word more than anything in this world. Hmm. And that's what keeps me going. Yeah. I only wish that I had such a pure love for God's Word, that nothing else in this world would matter. The only thing is a hunger for His Word. And that's what FABC Radio tries to offer to our listeners, is as they have that hunger, we want to make absolutely sure that there's nothing holding them back from hearing God's Word, from hearing His message, and having availability to that very opportunity.
1: Well, let's reach back into the archive to hear Dr. Bob Bowman's voice again. This comes from the little radio program he did called the Bowman Report, and he's reading a listener comment.
0: I enjoy every day now since receiving Jesus Christ as my Savior. Before, I did not know who Jesus Christ was, but after listening, I received him. I will never forget that it was you who introduced Jesus Christ to me. It's the thousands of letters like these that have come from scores of nations that keep us moving on for Christ in his world evangelism goal. Letters from mainland China are more numerous now than in the first 30 years of China broadcasting. Some do risk writing. Here's a beautiful letter from China. It is a quiet night. I'm listening on an old radio. In our society, freedom of religion is only on paper. Even though Bibles and hymn books were burned long ago, nothing can stop the message of the gospel carried by the airwaves. The messages and testimonies always give us the courage to live. Oh, my friend, it is worthwhile. Pray for all who are hearing at home and overseas. Ed, did you ever listen to the Bowman
2: Report? Many times, Wayne. I love listening to Dr. Bowman's voice. I love listening to the stories he tells in the Bowman Report of what it was like in the 50s when he was traveling through China and Indonesia and staying in dusty old hotels. Yeah, I love those reports. Yeah,
1: You know, as a rookie announcer working at WMBI in Chicago, the Moody Bible Institute station, uh, my job entailed an evening shift, and I would put the Bowman Report on the air. I'd have to cue up the tape and hit Mm -hmm. the play button at the Mm -hmm. right time, but— I remember the Mm. Bowman Report very
2: well. Yeah, well, what an honor to stand on his shoulders as we continue the work of FEBC throughout the world. Um, You know, today's version of the Bowman Report is the program you and I do, Wayne, called FEBC Today.
1: Yes, on many radio stations. And if you've missed that on radio, it is on this website as well, febc.org.
2: But... um, I think Dr. Bowman's ability to broadcast and convey his heart was far more sophisticated than mine. I only wish I could talk with the same passion and emotion that he does. And once again, um, speaking about Dr. Bowman and his career, I'd like to tell a quick story about when he retired from the Far East Broadcasting Company. He would have been about 75 years old, and he was stepping down after running this ministry for Many, many, many years. Uh, And the local television station here in Los Angeles decided, you know, this man has really started a big ministry and we're going to do a little special television program about him to put on on the air. So they listened to his stories and he would tell these very colorful stories about spending weeks on boats traveling across the Pacific and what it was like what it was like to be a white person going into China at that point in time and no one having seen anyone with uh, features like he had. And, oh, it's just wonderful listening to the interesting stories he would tell. And they went on and on and on. It was a beautiful program. But at the very end, the moderator said to Dr. Bowman, well, Dr. Bowman, you know, now after all these years uh, you're retiring, how would you like to be remembered in your ministry? And Dr. Bowman said, oh, well, you see, young man, this is a ministry about Jesus Christ. I, I want to point to him and not be remembered at all. And I love telling that story because it is that humility and that dedication to the purpose of the ministry, not about personal success that he was interested in. And he was happy to step off into the sidelines and have the ministry continue without focusing on his name.
1: Just think about what he accomplished. Uh, Our theme this month on our website is uh, emerging technology, shortwave radio, and just having any radio at all was really emerging technology in his day. He was very visionary. Mm.
2: And the trouble that they had to go through to get the shortwave radio up and started in those days uh, is also – it's an amazing story. Thinking about uh, fighting tropical storms and diseases and not enough money in the Philippines – building these short they use the
1: u.s military surplus (sighs) they sure did
2: Uh, there was military equipment that was going to be thrown away after the second world war and uh we asked the military the u.s government if we could use some of these transmitters and when they asked us well what are you going to use these transmitters for and we said well we're going to take the gospel to china the u.s government said you can have all you want
1: I actually saw some of the different story today, uh, wouldn't it?
2: I won't go there, but uh, (laughs) I've seen some of the equipment, some of it came off of a ship. So it was transmitters that they were using aboard ships to communicate during the war. And it had those, that nautical look to it, you know, big round brass rings with glass gauges and, and uh, it
1: almost looked like portholes. It sure did.
2: And we still have some of that equipment in, in the Philippines, just outside of Manila, it's not being used today, but it makes a great backdrop to the museum we have there talking about the shortwave radio.
1: (laughs) Well, it's such a great story. And yet, you know, the bottom line is that it's, you got to change with the time, this digital technology, this emerging Mm -hmm. technology, Dr. Bowman himself would be very excited
2: about this. And you know, the fundamental strategic pillars of our organization are that we're going to broadcast the gospel we're going to use media, and he doesn't describe what that looks like. It doesn't have to be shortwave, but that we're going to use indigenous voices who speak the local yes. language, who are integrated with the local culture and the local church, and we're, we're broadcasting to the least reached people. So our target are people that have never heard in an indigenous voice that's speaking their native language and who they can meet is part of the community, and integrated to the local church. That strategy is absolutely timeless. It doesn't matter what platform we're broadcasting on. Today, we hold to every one of those strategic pillars as we do the work of Christ through FEBC.
1: A lot has changed, but our core mission is the same, and uh, Lord willing, we'll remain the same until his return. So, Ed, thank you for this conversation. We just wanted to pay homage to uh, Dr. Bob Bowman, and such a great man, such a visionary leader. It's my
2: privilege. I loved him. I still do. I can't wait to talk to him in heaven about how things have changed since he's gone to be with the Lord.
1: (laughs) Yeah, You'll be giving a report to him, won't you? Give me a report. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Would you do me a favor, do us a favor? Would you write a review and leave it at Apple Podcasts or Google Play so that other listeners will be attracted to the podcast to tell the story of God at work through the Far East Broadcasting Company and pass the word, you know, use social media yourself to let people know about this podcast until all have heard with Ed Cannon. There's more information on our website, febc.org. I'm Wayne Shepard with thanks to Joe Carlson and Jonathan Mortiz. Thank you for listening to Until All Have Heard.